an ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. All right. In this episode, I sit down with Amy Ronick and Mark Ronick, and we talk about something that happened to Mark that was truly amazing. Last week, Amy, Mark, and I were sitting down for a meeting, and Mark revealed this thing that happened to him. And Amy and I were blown away, and we were like, you have to share that on the podcast. We need to do an entire episode about that. So that's what we did. So in this episode, you'll hear what happened to Mark, and you'll also hear how I help him deconstruct what happened so that he can better understand it and own his outcome. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. So I want to talk about why we're all together here today. Last week, we were having a meeting. We were going over some topics that we wanted to do on the podcast, and Mark pulls out something totally amazing and shocked both me and Amy Ronick. So Mark, do you want to share what happened? Or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've been on. And, you know, if people haven't yet tuned into some of the earlier episodes, they don't know my whole story. But the nutshell is thanks to you, thanks to Amy Ronick, a lot of positive influence from the both of you and, and others for the past year plus now I've been on my own journey. It's funny, sometimes I feel like, oh crap, I'm on this journey, but nothing's going to happen until I have my dark night, um, <laughs> you know, because that seems to be what, how everybody unlocks all this stuff. But I mean, I have had some things that have led me to where I am today, but nothing too traumatic anyway, uh, and I'm grateful for it. But basically, I've been on this journey for a while and really trying to study things like energy and law of attraction specifically. And with a lot of meditation, I've started a, in February before the pandemic began, I started a, a new routine called the 5 a.m. club where I get up every morning at 4.45 and start my day at 5, really my first hour, hour plus, I spend on myself and really focusing on myself from exercise to reflection to growth. In that reflection pocket, I usually spend time meditating and journaling. Two things that a year and a half ago, I would have told you, it's just not in my blood. It's not in my DNA. I would tell you, there's no way I could do that. And for that matter, I would have told you I wouldn't have gotten up at 4.45 in the morning every morning either. I've always been known as a night owl. Anyway, so I've been doing a lot of meditation and generally it's either guided or there is some sort of music or something that I try to do that keeps my mind focused. And that seems to work very well for me. I have explored all sorts of different types of meditation and different guided meditations. I found one recently using the Insight Timer app. 
it's much like Calm or Headspace. It's just another app like that. And for whatever reason, I'm just locked into that one. But I uh, found one. It was on Manifestation. But it said something to the degree of manifesting in the fifth dimension, which, Amy, by the way, at some point, I'm going to really have to sit down with you and really understand (laughs) what all that is. Yeah, Uh, I hear you. But I tried it. And apparently the description talks about that. If you can manifest from the fifth dimension, it helps speed up that process. It's more powerful. So I tried it and it was about a 20 minute meditation. And it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it and definitely felt like I was not here. I felt like I was elsewhere. (laughs) And afterwards, I journaled. Now, my journaling, I have had, I've had a struggle just trying to understand over these past, now it's been 120, 130 plus days. I struggled with my journaling because I just never feel like I have a direction. I don't know what to do with it. Being someone that's never journaled before, it was a challenge. But I just forced myself and wrote whatever was on my mind that morning. So I recently, I didn't lose my job, but my full-time job back in April was reduced to a part-time. Since then, up until about a week ago, I've had this kind of bitter feeling toward it. I just took it personally, which is something I try not to do, but it just was a hard thing to shape. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down that I'm still, I still work on fighting off negative feelings and thoughts about how things unfolded for me at my job. I don't know what happened next. I think I got some message in my head that just said, just start writing and go with what's going on in my head. And instantly started writing, started writing in the third person. And again, I wasn't trying to do this. It was just happening. And I'll read it to you. I'll read parts of it to you here. Awesome. Um, So, and again, in the third person and what I feel like is really not quite in my voice. So it starts by saying, continue to remind yourself that you asked for this reality, for this outcome. You were unhappy and you were begging for a change. You had been asking for an opportunity to start a podcasting production and consulting company. Shameless plug for (laughs) ironicmedia.com. It says you could have stayed there at the old job and continued on that path, but you wouldn't have been happy. Said, we knew your ego is sensitive and that you still needed extra income while you create your wildly successful ironic media. That's why you weren't fired from your old job and you were just reduced only to part time. And then it says, stop worrying about what happened. It was the path you chose in order to become one of the most successful podcast producers and consultants in the world. You are on the right path. You're walking into your greatness and power. The sooner you let go of things that don't serve you, the sooner, the quicker you can create anything and everything you desire. Go for it and have fun. Look and listen for signs. We're always speaking to you with guidance and answers. Listen and act. It will serve you greatly. And again, I just wrote, there were moments where I would pause because I'm convinced this was not my thoughts. (laughs) My own thoughts would kind of come in and distract me a bit. So I would have to just like stop, take a breath. And then I would just continue. And again, I just kept telling myself, just go with what's popping in your head. And that's what I did. I just kind of let it flow. And that's what poured out. And since then, Amy, I haven't talked to you much yet since then. I've had probably two or three more like that on other topics. Yeah. And I want to dig into it. So cool. I love it. (laughs) And I want your thoughts on it. But it's 
well, I'll wait, but I'm curious what you have to say about this and then I'll dive in. Oh my God. I, I have so much to say about all that. First of all, I definitely want to go over the last portion again, because I think that I was getting that there's a message for everyone in mm-hmm. that last portion. Mm-hmm. So can you just read that again? I want to say it was like where you started talking about signs. We're always here. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Look and listen for signs. We're always speaking to you with guidance and answers. Listen and act. It will serve you greatly. And there was another line or no? No, that was it. Maybe read the line before the signs then. The sooner you let go of the things that don't serve you, the sooner, the quicker you can create anything and everything you desire. Oh my gosh. Can we all just take a deep breath in and out? Sure. (laughs) So Mark didn't actually read that the last time to me, the ending. And I always tune into the podcast to see what the podcast wants to be about. And that was it. Oh. Yeah. It said, um, so we're talking about the sixth chakra, the fourth chakra, and the second chakra. And we were talking about how the sixth chakra can get into the second chakra and block us basically because our fight or flight comes on because we fear asking for what we want. But the next line was fear of letting go and letting in is what is keeping us from creating the life that we want. And I remember when I first started studying this stuff, I think it might've been in the secret where they said, you have to take the things out of your hands or empty your hands in order to have your hands available to receive the thing that you want. Anyway. Wow. Can you read that line just one more again, one more time again? Yeah. Well, okay, let me go back even a sentence before that. You're walking into your greatness and power. The sooner you let go of things that don't serve you, the sooner, the quicker you can create anything and everything you desire. Go for it and have fun. Look and listen for signs. We're always speaking to you with guidance and answers. Listen and act. It will serve you greatly. Mark, when you read that line before, I started to cry. So um, when I get that feeling, it definitely feels like an angel was talking to you. So I wouldn't even say it was your higher self. So you were channeling an angel. Interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you. So this is what I was going to tell you a minute ago. I feel like lately I can't turn it off right now. Like I feel like I'm constantly getting information (laughs) and messages in my head all the time. And It's something that I feel like I have always heard, but ignored or sometimes ignored or just didn't. Or there was more clutter, maybe? Seriously, or think much of it. But it's, it's crazy because like, for example, Amy and I took a long drive yesterday and she had to do some work. So I was kind of by myself for like the next hour or two, I felt like I was getting constant downloads of information. I wasn't interested in listening to music or keeping myself. It was like I was having my own show in my head (laughs) because I was so entertained and interested in all this information that I was getting in my head. It was crazy. Wow. So one of the things that Amy just mentioned was you had a lot of clutter in there and you've been sorting that clutter out, right? Like, so the clutter meaning like these thoughts that kind of were hijacking your, uh, what you want. Negative thoughts is program. Right. And one of the things that I said to you last week was I was like, Mark, do you understand you had to write 120 days to get bored of yourself to then allow something else to come in? Right. That I really really stuck with me and Amy Ronick. I mean, we we afterwards yeah. we talked about it, and that was something that you said that really stuck because, yeah, like I said, as we started here, I've been writing in this journal. 
I was writing for 127 days almost straight. And it wasn't until the 128th day where I got something like this. That's what I love about meditation because that was your way of doing it. Yes, you're doing meditation, you're doing movement, you're doing a lot of different things. And when I was doing my meditation, that's kind of, it took me a long time before the color started coming in, before the information started coming in. And so that's, I love that you're like, it just is almost like a faucet has been turned on you yes. know, and it's all just coming to you. I'm jealous. <laughs> I've, I've been asking for this. I started this first. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I think it's exciting and I'm, I'm right around the corner. I know I am. I actually did the meditation that Mark did today. Cool. Did you start talking to angels? (laughs) I felt like I didn't, but I definitely felt a connection and I definitely felt like I was in another dimension. I definitely felt like my visualizations were so much clearer of what I was envisioning for my future and what I want to create. It was very powerful. I really did like it. And I did journal afterwards. And I, you know, I did ask questions and I kind of just talked to, I talk to myself. I don't know yet like what I'm hearing, but I have clarity. You know, it's interesting. I just thought about how Fen has been journaling for probably the last 120 days. And I'm wondering if she's going to (laughs) start writing some stuff. Right, That would be interesting. So here's a weird thing though. So I've been wanting to experience something like this for a while now. And here it is, right? It's like right in front of me. And I've done it a few times since then. However, I have noticed that I don't want to say I'm fearful of it, but something holds me back when it comes time, my point in my first hour of my morning to do the journaling, I fight it. I don't want to do it almost. Even though I've been wanting something like this, now it's like, even like the past day or two, I haven't been digging into my journal. I've been surface level writing. Do you think you're like scared on what you're going to hear, what it's going to tell you, to, what the advice you're going to get, the risk, like it's so right. risky? I'm not maybe? sure. I can't, I haven't identified it yet. Maybe that should be my next journal entry and uh, let it yeah. go and see what, so, what the right. answer So one of the things I would say is, I think you're right. I think he is probably scared about what it's going to say and what he's going to need to do or feel that he would need to do. Not in a controlling kind of way, but a a knowingness that this is the next step, Mm -hmm. right? And first of all, yeah, there you go, Amy. Nice. Amy's yawning. So Mark, a lot of people would be afraid of that kind of high vibrational energy. So it's totally normal especially because that energy is coming through you and then, you know, writing something and definitely in the third person and in a voice that you know that's not yours. I definitely have been doing automatic writing. In fact, I've shared with Mark and Amy about automatic writing. That's what I call it. So have you, did you even know about automatic writing before you met me? Uh, Yes. But in my twenties, I read conversations with God. Okay. I mean, that's, I would imagine is the classic example of automatic writing. Yeah, I think probably I, that might've been what got me started on writing, automatic writing. I remember when it happened and I was like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I would read it to Fenella and Fenella would say like, that's clearly not your voice, not your words that you would use. But again, words have frequency and that speaking with something like an angel energy is really, really high vibration and it'll start to kick out some stuff. So sometimes we're just not prepared at that time to release those things, right? We just haven't 
for whatever reason, like you might be running a program around fear of success, right? So that mm-hmm. could be, what do I lean on if I don't have my fear of success or this idea that I can achieve anything? In fact, that's also what they were saying um, about the podcast today is that we are scared to pull in what we want, you know, because we worry about what will other people think? What will I need to become? What will my own identity become around who I am and what I can do, you know? And they can be scary because it is identity shift. So I would talk to them about this since obviously this is one of the ways that it's working for you to get information and learn about yourself and learn about your experiences. And, and I think you knew all that stuff that they said about how you brought this into your experience and that you chose it and all that. But I think hearing it from someone else through you was, was really important. I think so too. And, and I'm, as you're saying that, I'm getting this stuff going through my head now, which is I'm hearing like, you're just being lazy. Like it, and, and I'm thinking about, yeah, because the act of actually physically writing, you know, is so ancient these days, right? I'm so used to typing all the time. Well, that's what um, I, I switched to. And that's what I'm getting to. in my head is that just type it, just type it. Okay. So Mark's going to be writing a book that's channeled. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I hate writing too. I'm not a good, because I don't write cursive. I'm just not a good writer. So I don't like it. Right. But, and when you, as I've learned, when you keep saying that you're not a good writer, you're never good. Yeah, you're right. I'm not a, I'm not a good writer yet. Right. Could Mark's fear of success have to do with his fear of height? Oh, here we go. Wait, so you have a fear of heights? Yes. Okay. In my, in my twenties, I kind of discovered it visiting a friend in Colorado. We were hiking up. I mean, when you say hiking up a mountain, it makes it sound so much more of a big deal, but it was a small mountain climbing up kind of the side and it was becoming pretty steep. And when I got about halfway, I turned around and looked and I was like, okay, I'm done. I got to go. And Hmm. I just went back down. That was the first time I can really remember being scared. And we went on a hike last weekend with our kids. It was also in a mountain. This was on the East coast. And when we got to the top, Amy and our kids were at the top and they were all standing on the edges looking over. I couldn't even look at them looking over the edges, you know, and they were completely safe and there was a big wall that kept them safe, but I couldn't even watch them. Even if they were just to kind of lean up against the wall, I would get this flush of anxiety. Do you recall in your earlier childhood, something like that happening where you were maybe you don't? Okay. It's interesting because Fen and I just had a conversation about, she has a fear of heights and I was like, well, clearly something happened and either in this lifetime or in another lifetime where you have this memory and it needs to be moved. And she was like, no, they say that it's like a gene or it's part of you. (laughs) And I was like, I have, (laughs) I have trouble believing that. So hang on, let me take a look at it. Sorry, Mark. Oh my gosh. Wait, Amy, were you thinking about, oh my God. (laughs) Were you thinking when you asked that question, were you thinking about the analogy of reaching the summit of the mountain and reaching the pinnacle of your career? Yes. Like I was like literally thinking like, if you're scared of success, success is like getting up there and like, right, being in the pinnacle of the mountain. And I felt like it was representative. I thought, I don't know, maybe there was something. Yeah. Yeah. I do see a connection there because I wasn't thinking like that until I just looked at the energy. I don't, I don't know why that came to mind. So clearly that there was a connection. Yeah. I can, yeah. I see that. So Mark, when I'm looking at it energetically, I can see that you can make it to mostly to the top and then uh, you can't go beyond there. So let me see 
what might be behind that. So Mark, what I'm being told is that if there were steps and they were clearly laid out, you would do one at a time to get up there. Mm -hmm. So what I'm seeing is like, let's say there was six or seven steps to the top. And I'm talking like actual stairs type thing. Mm -hmm. I see you being completely comfortable with doing like one through three if they were laid out. The last three, you'll be high enough that you'll see the end and that it's safe. Have you made it that far? Have you um, been up a mountain and then got where you could see over and you just kept walking finally? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure I understand. You're asking him, has he made it past step three? Yeah. So like if he were to just turn off like his brain or something like that and not like, was there a time in your life that you maybe overrided what your body was feeling when past those three steps to the fourth, where you could actually see over the edge or that, you know, it was there. And then I feel like it almost kind of sucks you up the higher once you get past the one through three. I mean, we got to the top of this mountain last week. I mean, I got to the top. I didn't have a problem with that, but I couldn't stay up there very long. That was the whole thing. And you didn't go and you didn't go to the edge. You stayed kind of in the middle of the platform, right? right? So Mark, this is also bringing up um I can't be happy, like I can't be entirely happy with my success. Mm-hmm. It's like you got all the way to the top but you didn't enjoy it. Right. Well, that's definitely true. And what was the point of going to the top for you? Well, to join the family and be with the family that were doing it. And in some ways, you know, feeling, almost feeling pressure because if they're all going up, there's no way I'm not going up because I got to be there and do this with them. And so what would the thoughts be if you didn't do it? Oh, I would feel just kind of lousy about myself just because like, um, you know, we're doing something as a family and I want to be a part of that. If I wasn't, I would feel kind of guilty and lousy about it. It's so interesting that this is being tied into something else when I was consulting about what the podcast would be about, about this idea of like other people's projections on us of who we are and what we can accomplish. And just trying to see the connection of why Spirit's bringing all this together, because they already know what the podcast is, um, right. and how we're supposed to use this information to figure out the lesson and, and move the energy. So hang on. Okay, so whoa. <laughs> so Mark, those words that you wrote down in that first channeling on 128, you know, mm-hmm. the 128th day. How did those words make you feel that you're completely responsible for what you're creating? It actually made me it felt like it was almost reaffirming everything that I've been learning about in this past year plus. That's really what it felt to me. It was like, Okay, I felt so good I think Okay. Uh, you might be confusing what I was saying. So you were thinking, and then I'm asking you, how did you feel when they said that you were responding? I know you know this stuff because I know you really get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. How did it really make you feel? Because this is the energy that hasn't been moved yet. Yeah. I mean, overall, I felt it made me feel good, but I think maybe I was feeling just good about that connection that I made. Right. So go back and really let those words sink in because today's um, about a fourth chakra healing and that's where I see this energy sitting. It all makes sense in the sense that, look, this isn't my first business that I've started. Actually, I've been a part of several businesses that I've started over the years of my adult life and I never felt like I ever allowed myself to get to the top, to, to, (laughs) 
right? <laughs> That's why I say that, because there is that correlation there. And I never really understood why, but I never felt like I allowed myself or got myself to that true point of total success. Everything is always like in motion and going the right way and heading in the direction. But then I would leave or, you know, it just didn't feel right with the next business. You know, so like there was always a reason why I wasn't getting to that level that I wanted to get to. Can you go back and just take a moment and read? And it doesn't, we obviously can edit out sure. how long it takes you to read it. I don't want you to feel stressed. <laughs> no, I don't feel, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so you want me to start from the top? Sure. Yeah. We'll go line by line and we'll see how okay. I'm going to check in with what words resonate with you or you're blocking out. Okay, here we go. Continue to remind yourself that you asked for this reality, this outcome. Okay, hold on. Stop there. Mm -hmm. You asked. I feel... (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what is that? So I had clenched fish, clenched mouth, angry. You asked for this. So I feel like you are misconstruing maybe something that they're saying to you about you asked for this and what the angel was trying to say is like you created this because you wanted it, but you're like, but I felt like shit for the last three months. So a lot of times people are committed to um, their thought patterns. They're committed to their investment or their time in something and they want to sulk. Like they want to be like, I want it to continue to be that way because that's what feels comfortable and that's what I invested my time in. But it, sometimes what you, what they said later on was like, we need to let those things go. We need, even though we invested time in it and energy and had hopes and it didn't work out, we can let go of that when it doesn't serve us. Mm-hmm. So when you read that line again, let's read it again and let's see if any of that moved. Okay. Take a deep breath in and out first. People, we're all trying to make Mark as successful as possible. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, here we go. Continue to remind yourself that you asked for that reality, that outcome. Okay, you so were- do you feel better about that? Do you feel like you're coming to a more neutral stance on it? It's still a little bit charged. Yes. And I mean, I should say, ever since I went through this whole process originally, I have felt much better about that situation with that old job. Okay, good. But yes, I do feel that there's still a little bit of that residue uh, left over. But yeah, it's definitely still there a little bit. Yeah. So take a deep breath in and out. So what would be the only thing that would be leaving that residue, do you think? Ego. Yes. Thank you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if we were to just let go of ego, right? Ego is, is means I, and it's edging out God. They say, you know, edging out the plan of what your life is like. And I know, first of all, let's just remind everybody that the podcast is, this podcast is only available because of Mark approaching me. And then subsequently, I've helped Mark meet many other healers in various healing modalities to bring their message to the world as well. So Mark is not only helping me do that, but he's helping a lot of other people do that. And Mark, would you say that that's grown exponentially as soon as you said yes? I said yes, and then you said yes? (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, that's um, almost all the podcasts I produce have some kind of holistic approach to them, whether it's with energy or what have you. So yeah. Right, right, exactly. So you're helping people help people. Right. And so before you felt like you were helping people in a way that you was not in alignment with what you wanted to help people with, right? Correct. Okay, so let's take a deep breath in and out. 
basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to shift Mark's reticular activating system to see how everything has been lining up and serving him and that his hours of sitting down in meditation early in the morning, creating, journaling, and focusing on his body and moving energy is really him doing the real work to get the life that he wants. And all of a sudden, what happened? You know, you brought me in and then that started the energy flow of these other things that lined up with you being of service to many people mm-hmm. in such a beautiful way, really. I mean, Mark, I mean, six months ago, well, I guess I would be still quarantined. <laughs> so maybe we'll say eight yeah. months ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, could you have imagined that you could be having this much impact? No, not at all. I mean, I approached you probably what? How long ago? I think it was in October. And I was like, I need to finish up the year with uh, my clients and figure things out. And then I'll, we'll reassess in January. Yeah. And at that time, I still had my full time job. And, you know, I just was looking at it as, oh, let me help Amy. And I knew that the podcasting, consulting, producing was something I was heading toward. And I loved everything that I knew about you. So I just figured, well, this would might be a good match. Let's see where it goes. Kind of right. thing. I wasn't thinking right. about a whole business helping people help other people through podcasting. And then channeling angels. <laughs> and then channeling angels. Right. What? <laughs> okay. So Mark, right. I want you to I want you to read that first line again. Okay. Continue to remind yourself that you asked for that reality, that outcome. Okay. Do you feel how your reticular activating system shifted? And now you're like, yes, I did ask for this. I have been working on this. Right. Do you see how we shifted that by making sure that it was, we got to a neutral state and that's, you know, just as a different kind of message out that I've been wanting to share. It's like, I want everyone or I would like everyone right now with everything that everybody's going through is to try to shift into a neutral state and, and an observance. How could this be helping me or working out for me or working out for the country or the globe? Like, what are the benefits of it, you know? But we have to get to that neutral state. We can't be engaged in the ego and engaged in the, oh, like he had, you had a lot of energy that was there. In fact, I just made <laughs> the mic go. <laughs> um, so, okay. So let's read the next line. Take a deep breath in and out first. Okay. So I, I ask Mark to take a deep breath in and out because I, what I see happen is actually all of his truth that had been waiting to come in is now filling in his body. And so sometimes it takes a little bit for those downloads to get up to all the cells. And so that's what he's doing. So you're breathing right. and pushing it through your cells. Yeah, that's what I see is, and actually, let me just say, when I first started meditating, one of the things that I love to do was to imagine smiley faces on every single cell. Okay, so moving oh, okay. forward, Mark, go ahead, read the next line. Oh, I like that. And I should say, I mean, Amy Ronick would tell you that she used to like stop me when I would be angry about my old job and I would out loud say, I just want to be done with this job or I hope they let me go or I just want to quit. She'd say, watch out. (laughs) Don't don't say that. You're going to bring it to, you know, because, hey, that's part of our income. Right. So she was worried about that. But, you know, it all kind of ties together now. So the next line is you were unhappy there and you were begging for a change. And there you go. That's okay. Hold on, Mark. There's a lot of grief and sadness I feel in that line. Mm -hmm. So take a deep breath in and out. I want you to tune into that grief and sadness. So a lot of that grief and sadness is around choices that you made to serve them versus serve yourself or your family or Mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to take a deep breath in and out and just recognize that you made those choices like nobody else really made those choices in the end you might have felt forced to make those choices but in the end you chose it right mm-hmm. would you agree okay yes so let's take a deep breath in and out 
when we have this like twisted mentality about our choices, like when we look at like, oh, we were forced to do that. We were forced to like go to work and work extra hours and put myself last and all that. We become the kind of people who are afraid to make choices because in the end, we have an awareness that it was all us that did it. We have an awareness that we were at the end of the the day, it was our choices that we made. And so then we start to distrust our choices. We start to distrust our ability to create, right? So Mm -hmm. take a deep breath in and out. You created, you just created the wrong way. Okay. And so now spirit actually just said, don't say wrong way. Okay. That's funny. In my head, I was thinking that. I was thinking it wasn't really the wrong way because ultimately it got me to where I am right now. Right. Exactly. So that was the wrong word to use. So there you go. Now you're in full alignment with the line before, right? You're Mm -hmm. like, oh, wait, I did create that. Okay. So take another deep breath in and out. So let's read that line one more time. I want to see how your energy is about the grief. You were unhappy there and you were begging for a change. Okay. How do you feel it? It feels fine to me. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I was. Right. (laughs) Like anybody could have told you that. Yeah. Especially Amy. Right. right. Okay. Right. So that's, so he shifted his reticular activating system. He released the energy that wasn't serving him, the story that was untrue. Now he's like, you know what? That was true. And that was how I was feeling. And there's an acknowledgement of that feeling. And then he feels in alignment, right? Don't you feel almost even taller or straighter? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Next line, please. Sure. You had been asking for an opportunity to start a podcasting production consulting company. Yes. And you were scared to do that. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of scared to do that. Yeah, because I didn't believe that I could do it and I would have doubts. Well, there's so many people out there that produce and consult for podcasting. Why am I different? What's going to make me any different? You know, I would doubt it and question it a lot. Right. So take a deep breath in and out. So Mark, there's a lot of healers out there, right? Mm -hmm. Would you say I shouldn't be a healer? (laughs) Right, exactly. No, I've yeah. I've come a long way to grasping that. I think I feel like I've grasped. I know you do. Arm, you grasped it in your head, but not in your heart yet. Right, so right. let's take another deep breath in and out. So read that line one more time, please. You had been asking for an opportunity to start a podcasting production and consulting company. So now how do you feel? In agreement with that. Yeah. You're like, wow, I never would have imagined that Corona would have presented such an opportunity, but it did. And so you're like, this is kind of cool. Like here's something bad that happened, but something good that came out of it. Right. Good. All right. Let's, can you read that? We say that all the time. Yeah. Pandemic positives as we call it. Oh yeah. I love that. I forgot that you guys say that. I love you guys. (laughs) Hashtag pandemic positive. So then it says, the next line is, we brought that to you, meaning from the line before that. I was okay, hold on a second, Mark. That's a huge one for you. So what I saw was a gift coming towards you and you were like, nope, 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 nope. I can't have that. Is that how you feel if you read that line? Do you feel scared to receive? See, I think at the time I did. I don't feel that way any longer, but I think at the time, because hmm. I believe it. I mean, I wholeheartedly believe that it was brought to me because I d- A, I needed it. B, I wanted it. Yes, I understand you get this in your head, but there's still some energy around your heart that says it's not safe to receive. Mm-hmm. So what does receiving mean to you? Oh, I, I know what it is. Uh, you, know <laughs> what, you know what it means to me? Um, you know, I think I have a hard time defining because obviously we know what it means literally, but I feel like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like what you're saying. Like in my brain, I completely get it, but I deep down in my heart, I just don't always believe that I can do it, that I can create. 
and manifest what I want to manifest. Okay. And underlying that, yeah. So underlying that is vulnerability. There's a lack of wanting to be vulnerable. So sometimes when we receive, it makes us feel vulnerable. So we will block receiving because this happens a lot in relationships. And it was one of the first things that I learned when I started on my spiritual journey is that we will block people and, and we will block things from coming to us because we don't want to risk feeling vulnerable or not receiving the things that we want. Mm-hmm. Um, so for instance, if you're in a relationship, you might block a really great partner out because you're afraid of losing them or you're afraid that they will find out who you really are and won't like you and then that will hurt more. So sometimes people just cut off people and keep them out or keep out the success or keep out the top of the mountain because what will that mean for them? Like they will have to be vulnerable. Um, They will have to, the saying like sometimes it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved again. Some people Mm -hmm. just are like, well, I'm never loving (laughs) or I'm never going to have that relationship um, because they are protecting themselves. So take a deep breath in and out. You're starting to shift. So can you read that line again about we present it? Is it something like that? Yeah. And before I do, look, what you've just described is exactly the same feeling, I guess, to my hesitation to continue to journal. I've been asking for it. And I've been asking for this kind of communication. But yet I'm, I still hesitate and I'm not fully embracing it. Right. Because what if it doesn't come through? What if it was just a fluke, right? right. I, if I sit down and it doesn't come through again, then maybe I'm broken or it doesn't work anymore and it won't ever show up again, right? Mm. And there's and there's a mm-hmm. sadness there because you really love the magic of it all, right? Yes. Like it really felt amazing. So mm. let's just let go of that because you would rather find out if it was there still than not know, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So good. Oh, Mark, I love you so much. Take, <laughs> a, deep breath. <laughs> Take a deep breath in and out. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So do you want to read? Are you okay? Sure, so, yeah, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. good. We brought that to you. And then the, that was- Wait, hold on. I hold on. I want, I want to take a look at that energy with you. So what do you feel there? I don't know that I feel different from the first time you asked me. So what I saw when they say we brought that to you, you feel the angelic presence. You feel the divine nature of everything that unfolded. Yes, definitely. Okay, good. Cool. Okay. And then it says you could have stayed there, meaning the job, and continued on that path, but you wouldn't have been happy. So the first part of the sentence, I saw, thank God, relief came. Um, And what was the end of the sentence? Uh, You could have stayed there and continued on that path, but you wouldn't have been happy. So that was followed in your energy of the earlier parts of my life. It mm-hmm. matched the earlier yeah. parts of my life, what I, mm-hmm. w- the way I lived. So you, would you say like, I don't want to say like born again Christian, cause that's not what we're talking about, but it's sort of like reborn in this idea that you can be happy. Yes. And is Definitely. it recent? That's been a long journey for me. That's been as I divorced my first wife and then Amy came into my life. And- Amy Ronick. Yes. And then I learned more about what it felt like to be really happy. So yeah, that's been over the past several years, really. Do you, would you say that? Yes, it does. We're still continuing to try and live the happiest life we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so would you say that almost like there's a, a stark contrast between this life and the old one that was still all in one lifetime? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. It almost like to me, rebirth. I see it like yeah. like a rebirth. 
Yeah, it's. It, I think I see it's a too, with me too. I feel yeah. that too. I mean, I feel like this is like Amy. I don't even want to say two point oh. 10.0. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it evolves. But what's interesting yeah. is uh, yesterday I interviewed Adam Banning and we talked about these different timelines. And it almost is as if you jumped onto another timeline, a timeline where you could be happy. Yeah. So uh, you'll enjoy listening yeah. to that interview. I'll send it to you soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that. So, Mark, there's a piece of energy that I wanted to help you move with the end of that sentence still. Uh, you could have stayed there and continued on that path, but you wouldn't have been happy. So Mark, there's still a lesson in there that you're learning about happiness and you can edit this out, I guess. It appears that your mom was unhappy. And if you were happy, you felt like you were hurting her because she couldn't find happiness. That definitely holds some weight, I think. Okay. So there's a lot of grief that I'm feeling that it's connecting your six and your third. So take a deep breath in and out. So this actually brings me to something else that Spirit talked to me about that I was supposed to share with people on the podcast, which is, so I channeled some of this. <laughs> okay. So Spirit said they, they don't, meaning humans, they don't want to be caught taking up too much space, asking for too much. Take a deep breath in and out, Mark. I see your body expanding and recognizing you don't need to be that little boy that was holding space for your mom and trying not to be too happy or take up too much space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Take another deep breath in and out. Wow. Did you feel any shiver go down your spine? 100%. Did. Yep. <laughs> I, I was sitting here thinking, do I say that I just got that shiver? Or don't I say? I saw the yeah, lightning rod go down. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. You just got in real alignment. That was awesome. Whew. Take another deep breath in and out. I got to learn to just, I got to learn to just say it when it happens. That's okay. I said it. <laughs> I know, but I want to prove that it, it's a hundred percent real that that just Yeah, happened. no, I, I, I saw it. It's all good. Okay. So you want to read the next line? I actually read that one one more time. You could have stayed there and continued on that path, but you wouldn't have been happy. And mm. then. Hold on one second. Sure. Mark, I really feel like you were shamed for being happy when you were a kid. Well, I don't. I'm, this, I, I don't recall it. Yeah, now it's shifting from your mom to your dad. I'm wondering if maybe there was like a, Mark, please be quiet. Mark, don't. Um... Well, I mean, I, as a kid, I used to, I wasn't like a bad kid, but I used to have a real hard time in school. I was always just like an average student. And that was because I was being pushed to because I just had no interest in school. It wasn't that I was a dumb kid. It just, I didn't really care. My parents ended up moving me into private school in the middle of seventh grade. And that actually was the best thing they could have done for me. I think it really helped put me on the right path. But that was always a struggle that I had with my dad and my mom. I think it's more around my dad though when I think about it. Just the fact that they would constantly push me, push me to do well or do my homework. And there was a lot of tension there. Right. It seems like what I'm noticing is that there was a lot of creativity that wanted to come out of you that wasn't allowed to be expressed. So this is where a lot of this is tying in together, which is, you know, with the journaling, with the success, with creating what you want, not feeling like safe to create um, Mm -hmm. because you're being told from a young age that you can't create, you shouldn't, you're creating wrong or you're creating in the wrong way. And unfortunately, a lot of us do this to our children. So there's no fault of his parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a wonderful childhood overall. So yeah, it's just that was that was the big sticking point with me for so many years. I think even in my first year or so of high school, 
every week I had to go around to all my teachers and have them basically sign off that they got all my homework that week because I was trying to avoid doing it, you know, so <laughs> it was pretty traumatic after a while. Yeah. So Mark, I, I've seen that you've totally shifted on this line. So if you want to read it again, you can, but you don't have to. I think our listeners have had enough of that. Line. <laughs> <laughs> but this next line is, you know, going into ego because it says we knew your ego is sensitive and that you also still needed extra income while you create your wildly successful, ironic media. Okay. So the beginning of that sentence is, uh, we knew that your ego was sensitive and, um, mm-hmm. the energy there that I'm seeing that needs to be addressed is this idea that you have known that you're sensitive your whole life. And we've talked about that. Like, I'm like, Mark, you have to be clearing your energy. You're so sensitive. Right. right. I think there's a, a sadness because you were so sensitive for most of your life and you didn't have validation that you were sensitive. So I think right. that beginning line is there's a little bit of that yeah, I am sensitive. And like, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that I've made it through 20, 30, 40 years. I don't, I don't even know how old you are. I'm <laughs> uh, 45. <laughs> so you, you haven't been acknowledged for being a sensitive guy and that hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to take a deep breath in and out. And obviously our listeners know that you are sensitive now. Good. Whew. Okay. And so the last part of that sentence was around that I still also needed extra income while I create my business. Yeah, your wildly successful business. Do not my change those words. He does not want to say it. <laughs> yeah, I feel silly saying it. I you feel do, right. Okay, so, so why? And this is what Spirit was trying to say is like, if you can't say it, how are you supposed to create it? Right. Right. You know, Gemma will say that. She'll be like, probably believing in it. Yeah, Gemma says this all the time. Gemma has it from the Magic Carpet Cast, and she's like, you didn't ask for it. And people are like, no, I did. And she's like, you didn't ask for it. You need to claim it. You need to say it. You need to own it. Right. And that's a piece that I hear all the time in my head because I do say it and own it to myself. (laughs) But I'll even say it out loud sometimes, but just to myself, you know, right. Nobody so else this is, is this is the thing that really bothers me about humans is that there'll be shaming, you know, um, that goes on. And that's why people don't like to say what they want. But it's like, why can't we all be on the same page? If we did our healing and we did our self-awareness, we'd understand that we're all trying to create something, or at least many of us are, and we shouldn't shame other people. We shouldn't shame ourselves for the times that we didn't create the way that we wanted. It just, we worked out, like you said, in the way it was supposed to. Right. So if we take away those understandings of what will people think of me, which is an ego understanding, and we just allow ourselves to be like, fuck you all. I don't care what you think. I'm going to create the most successful podcasting consulting company and I'm doing it because I know it's in alignment with who I am and it's a greatest expression of who I want to be. Yeah. Doesn't you it know, feel easier to own now, Mark? I feel like oh, it just yeah. like I connected with what you said. You know, one of the things I do is affirmations, right? And I tell myself that I am one of the world's most popular and successful podcasting consultants. But I always make myself say one of, because I will not say, even to myself, that I will be the most successful. Okay. And I, I will allow that for now, like okay. meaning I, I can't, I can't, I'm not really actually in charge of anything, but um, you can say that. But you know, it's interesting if you talk, if you go through like some of the YouTube videos that are online, like uh, Jim Carrey will say, I wrote a check out to myself for a million dollars, you know, and it came out at like, 
15 million, maybe 13 months later, whatever it was. And same thing with Jack Canfield. He's, he did the same thing. It's like, if you shoot for the stars, and you, what do they say? Oh yeah. Aim for the stars. Aim for the moon. And, and then if you fall short, you'll end up with the stars, right? Like right. that's what they say. And it is true. Like you're not really going to care if you're one of 10 of the best or five of the best. Like you're not right. doing it to be right. the best. You're doing right. it to be of service. You're doing it because you want to be happy. You're doing it because you want to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. and heal them or help them heal. So that's okay. You know, it, that's really right, not your right. goal is to be the one and only. Right. <laughs> that's super ego, right? Like that's yes. not helpful either. So Mark, let's read one more sentence. Well, the next sentence is just reiterating basically. It says, that's why you weren't fired and you were only reduced to part-time. Right. And right there in your energy field, I see a um, kind of a fizzling out of the fire that was in you of that anger of yeah. like, okay, you know what? They're probably right. <laughs> right. right. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So take a deep breath in and out. I want you to feel it on a body level. I don't want it to be just a uh, thing that you know in your head. This is why I'm so adamant about everybody tuning into their feelings. And when we, we numb our feelings through drugs, alcohol, pharmaceuticals, it really does make it hard for us to navigate life because, you know, we can use our brain, but our body is like five times as large as our brain energy wise. And so our body is so good at telling us the truth and our brain will lie to us all day. So I, I definitely notice when people have it in their thoughts, but I want to see a match within their body. So go ahead, take a deep breath in and out. And read that sentence one more time. I want to make sure there's an alignment. That's why you weren't fired and only reduced to part-time. I'm seeing the upgrades come in, so I'm waiting for them to finish. <laughs> you know, and I'm feeling some shivers down my spine and arms and legs right now. Sometimes, you know, healing doesn't happen instantaneously. It takes a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take a deep breath in and out. I'm feeling it too. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody. Cool. Everybody on the yeah. listening to this podcast is going to get a healing. All right, Mark, can you read that one more time? That's why you weren't fired and only reduced to part-time. Okay, so there's much more of a like, yep, that's it. And it's almost like I saw and heard like a closed book. This case has been settled. <laughs> Mark is now in alignment. Because then after that, this next sentence is we're, pro- we're actually for our podcast listeners. Is that correct? The next sentence is, it was the path you chose in order to become one of the world's most successful producers and consultants. Do you feel that more, Mark? Do I you do. can and you can see it like I literally see your eyes wider and like can yeah. see it and yeah. now you've entangled with it I can literally see you entangled with it and you pulling it towards you mm-hmm. um what I would suggest is that it looks more like you're trying to pull in an entire world and that looks um overwhelming so I would work on that like why does it have to feel overwhelming why does it have to feel big and heavy and far away like I was saying Adam Banning says just jump timelines to the timeline where you are that person who has that and what what are the things that you're doing in that timeline or you know ask your your angels to tell you why, you know right. but I do see it's so much more real to you um mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like a story it seems like it right. is part of you right yes um and that's exactly what we want to feel when we're trying to create the thing that we want we want to like let go of all these feelings like you know what will people think of me if i if i own it first of all you're awesome i want to thank you for being so vulnerable you know and saying okay. this is what i want to create you know Thanks. and these are my limitations and this is where they're coming from like thank you for showing us all that and allowing me to do the healing i hope that we post this recording <laughs> We will. Uh, good. Okay. And let me just check. There's one more line here that Spirit had said to go over. So 
oh, he, and they were just saying, don't be creating from a lack of mentality, right? So uh, I can only create this much, you know, and I'll, I'll feel safe there. And then I'll create the next mount. You can have it all. Try to own it all. And um, again, tapping always works really great with this. If you're at home and you're trying to create the life that you want, you can find these things that are holding you up and maybe even write these statements down, you know, that you, of what you want to create in your life and then see how you feel writing those statements. Like, where do you feel in your body, the tension, the places where you're not feeling like you can own all of it and release that energy, do some tapping around that Mm -hmm. and that'll help you create the life that you want. Awesome. That is awesome. Oh, wait, I wanted to say, did you plan your shirt? (laughs) Did I plan it for our podcast today? Yeah. Please tell everybody what's on your shirt. (laughs) My shirt says, own your outcome. (laughs) He Um, is traveling people. So how many days ago did you pack? (laughs) Uh, Actually, only like two, like the day before. Okay. (laughs) And, And what made you choose that shirt today? Today, I don't know. It's just, that's the one I saw. That's the one I grabbed. Like I saw all my shirts and I was like, yeah, yeah, let's wear that one today. Okay. So his shirt literally says, own your outcome. Is that what we did today? Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. I love you guys. And I it's love awesome. Spirit. <laughs> it's awesome. All right. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. And thank you to the listeners. I hope this was really helpful for you. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with anybody who you think might benefit from it. And please give us a rating. It helps our podcast become more visible to other people. So with that, let's heal together. If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.